again with the not the renegade master but episode six of the get buckets podcast uh we made it it's been a long time, oh, it's been it's been like time a, month, I think. a month oh my god yeah yeah well you know what we waited for the right time because you know this one week alone we've got like three months worth of nba summer stuff all crammed into one week yeah crazy the hype is like a thousand percent right now in my world <laughs> don't know where you're at I am hyped. Oh, I'm I'm just like constantly looking at things. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! This! Oh my god! That! <laughs> How do I feel about all of these decisions? I don't know, but I must talk about it. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> so many things are going on, man. It's crazy. It's an exciting time to be an NBA fan, which is great because yeah. it's not really been an exciting time to be an NBA fan much this year. It's not been an exciting time for much at all. Um, right then, it's been a month. I'm saying a month. The last time we spoke, it was. Just after the finals, and we had, yeah. I think, cheesy pictures of LeBron with his cigar. That's right. Yeah, we did a, a bit of a Lakers special. We and did. We, we did the all-time Lakers, and we, I don't think we got any abuse for that on Insta or Twitter. So we must have done uh, something good. There's one person who commented who's a bit of a, a LeBron hater, I think, who uh, who said it should have been um, someone else said LeBron. But, um, <laughs> nice. Oh wow, that is that is that is. <laughs> Throwing some shade, like uh, <laughs> that is big time shade. Fair play. I didn't see that, but um, well played to that guy. He's, he's living and dying by what what he believes. So fair play to that guy on Twitter. It was actually a she. Would you believe? Come on. Oh yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> it. LeBron hater and a righteous chick about it too. You go. I don't, I don't know what your name is, but you go. Um, yeah, we had the Lakers special, um, and we knew really that things were going to quiet down for a while. I don't think we knew then the dates of like the trade window and all that stuff because it's all just been kind of made up this year. So I suppose the biggest news that happened between then and now is that basically they made a draft and the trade window like all the same week, mm-hmm. which is mental. So we've got so much to talk about. Let's start with basketball news, shall we? Well, 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 well. Whoa, you must be just rusty as hell because we, we got another thing to say first. What are you drinking, James? Oh my God, you're right. What am I drinking? I got a drink. I haven't actually. I haven't slurped yet. It's been sat here waiting for you connect to connect to our call because we're still doing our social distance podcast. So mm-hmm. uh, I am drinking the classic combination of beer with tequila flavoring, known as known as Desperados. Ooh, that's a good choice. I know, right? What are you drinking? I've gone uh, a different angle. I've gone more classy. I've gone for a red wine. Oh, nice. Has it got a name? I don't know anything about wine. Uh, I, I don't know. I use it's, it while cooking. It's called, it's called Red. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
brand red. Yes. I gotta be honest. I don't really like beer. But I love a Desperados. Desperados are so good. Have you ever had a Cubanisto? Uh, I don't think so. Basically, the same idea. We said tequila. It's rum beer. Oh, so good. I have to find oh that. Yeah, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm 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 rocking with tequila beer, my friend. Um, I can't believe I forgot that. What's wrong with me? Um, Rusty. I mean, I, I, am I now allowed to go to basketball news? You are now allowed, yes. We can do it. Okay. Did you hear the news? Politics? Politics? No, the basketball news. Ah. Basketball news. Missed that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a long time since we've had our weird, our weird jingle, which is half of my enjoyment of this podcast, really. Um, yeah, basketball news. And for a long time, there was nothing. And then all of a sudden, it's all kicking off this week. Um, I think the first piece of news I heard was that the NBA was due to return just before Christmas. I think 22nd, yeah. is it? I think so, yeah, yeah. Um, Which, before um, Christmas. slight tangent, but very important. I'm pretty sure that's the same date that I break up for Christmas from work. So, hey. party time that night. I'm that's staying nice. late. I'm out, maybe I'll get some Cubanistos. Watch the Knicks lose. You know how it is. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I expect them to try and get it start before Christmas because the Christmas yeah. game is always so big, yeah. right? Yeah. And the way I see it is that first night, they must be planning some dramatic games. Uh-huh. So I'd be interested to see who Golden State plays their first game back after all the injuries. It's going to be big. Yeah. But it's not, um, it's not a bubble, is it? It's doing the home. It's now back yeah. to normal. I think it's back to normal. I'd be interested to see how the travel is going to work. Yeah. See, I think that this might be one of those things with obviously flights aren't really happening. So I think the NBA coming back will mean two things. Firstly, that the flight companies have cut a deal with the NBA to basically provide all their flights. Mm. But also that the NBA has been like, provide all our flights so we can still do this. But also then we'll be giving you business when no one is flying. So I think it might be kind of a two-way street that actually you're kind of saving two industries. So that's nice. So, Good you know, point. A little bit of economics. What about fans? Can fans come watch? What's the doubt the... it? I mean, I haven't read about that, um, but my my guess would be no. Interesting, isn't it? It's yeah. gonna, be, gonna be weird. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about that actually. Because obviously, in the bubble, they had the big screens up and they planned to stream in the fans and all that. Yeah. If they're doing that here, they'd have to stream the fans in every arena. That's gonna be like empty seats, which is even weirder yeah. than before. Which obviously, if you've seen any of the English football Premier League and stuff, there's basically just flat, massive like flags and banners over all the areas of the seats. Ah, okay. But it's just, it's weird. It's like playing an old football game from the N64 where they couldn't like afford to animate the crowds. The crowds <laughs> are just like a flat plane of colour. Yeah. yeah. That's what it looks like now. It's so weird. Um, so maybe we'll see something like that. Who knows? But yeah, I, I don't know what it'll look like. It's going to be weird. It is. It is. I'm just happy it's happening. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm hyped about this. Oh my god. It's like winter needs sports. We need to be entertained and made Ooh. happy somehow. Oh man, it's tough at the minute. I'm leaving I'm I'm a teacher, so I leave work relatively early sometimes. And even when I leave early, forty minutes later it's pitch black. It's insane. Yeah. Sucks. Absolutely insane. So yeah. I need to have my next games to look forward to. That usually broke up a week, my three games a week. So good. Mm-mm. So we're back, baby. Now, we're back. Um, um, what's next on our agenda, Paul? 
Well, I thought uh, before we get into like, the big trades that have happened recently, mention any um, any coach signings which which might have happened. Oh, well, I've definitely got one controversial one to talk about. Uh huh. A certain Mr. Mike D'Antoni. Oh yes, is he is he is he gone to assistant coach? He's going to be the assistant coach to Steve Nash in Brooklyn. Is, why is he gone to assistant coach? That seems it's weird. Odd. It's weird. well, they brought in Amari Stoudemire as well. So what they basically oh, got I the old that. Suns team of. Yeah, it's it's really weird, and Steve Nash is like leading it, and D'Antoni's assistant, and it's insane. While Houston's blowing it all up because D'Antoni's gone, he's gone to be an assistant coach in Brooklyn. No one likes Brooklyn. Come at me, Brooklyn fans. No one <laughs> likes you. Watch them win next year when they get everybody. And do you know what will happen if they win next year? The back cover of the New York Post will be more interested in what's going on with the Knicks because no oh. one cares about the Nets. <laughs> Very simple. Wow. Um, any other signings? I can't even. I'm not even sure what happened to coach signings. Uh, Nash is a big one. I don't think I know of any other big ones. I think it, I think it was everything going on at Brooklyn, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Let's get to uh, get some trades then. Oh baby, it's all kicking off. Right. What do you want to talk about first? I think we got to start with Chris Paul. All last week, there was all rumors oh. about Chris Paul's going here, going there. Apparently, he wanted Lakers or Knicks. Yeah. Well, I saw this one about Phoenix, and that's the one yeah. that's gone through. Yeah, I predicted it would be Knicks or Suns, because I thought he would do a similar thing to what he did with OKC this year, where he took on a young squad and he helped lead them, and they became a lot better. And I thought the obvious spots for that are the young players who have the Knicks and the young players who have the Suns. And I think the Suns had more pressure to make it happen, because they're a little further on with their young core and they're in danger of losing Devin Booker. Real That's true. Yeah, so I, heard about I, think, that. I think they made the right choice. I think he'll be really good for them because it allowed Devin Booker to not have to be like a pseudo point guard sometimes. Yeah. Um, he can just he can just be a killer from the two. Um, yeah, I like it for everyone involved. I think it's going to be interesting to watch the Suns play. I used to have a really big soft spot for the Suns uh, back in the Steve Nash days. Anyone who knows me knows my favourite all-time player is Steve Nash. So... Um, it'll be really nice to see to see the Suns be good again because you know I, again one of my all-time favorite players was Charles Barkley so got two big Suns teams mm. that I really like even though I'm a Knicks fan so it's nice to see them come back and stop being a joke I guess I I think they'll do real well this season after performing really well in the bubble and then picking up CP3 I, I think they're going to be good yeah I mean nice you uh, the Suns are a team I never really thought about or pay attention to. Um... Um, but with CP3, I think now definitely a playoff team. But um, yeah, I feel like Chris Paul is saying, so. yeah, he's saying he's not going to make a championship, isn't he? He's like he's not going to win this next year. I suppose what's going to happen. It does do well. seem like he's he's accepted that he's not going to get that chip now. Um, and maybe he's one that wants to go out on his own terms and be like, Do you know what, I could go and ride the coattails of LeBron in some team and come off the bench. Hmm. Or maybe he doesn't want his chip like that. You know, yeah. maybe he sees it better as leading a squad and improving them and having a bigger impact that way. So it's, it's different for everyone, but um, I feel like his Clipper days were his real shot. That's true. Uh, he could, after when his contract runs out, sign like a one-year veteran deal, try and win. Yeah, some I suppose because the type of player he is, he doesn't need loads of athleticism. He doesn't do anything crazy that's going to damage his knees. He, you know, he's very neat and tidy, and he's not explosively fast. So he, he could probably, what is he, 36 now? He might be um, able to yeah. play till he's, you know, pretty close to forty. He might, he might be one of them that retires pretty late. He's in kid style. Yeah, the absolute hero that was old man kid for the Knicks. He was so good. So, yeah. Um, what else you got for me, Paul? 
Uh, probably the second biggest trade, um, although biggest in terms of championship, uh, what effects would that have? Uh, uh, in the title. You traded. So pack your bags. Drew Holiday had to pack his bags. Um, what did they trade for? They traded, I'm trying to, I, 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 where is it? It was um, uh, Eric Bledsoe. George oh, Hill and I think three, three first round picks. Ooh, three first rounders. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. Well, do you know what? I mean, I'm not sure. A lot. I, mean, I like Drew Holiday, Me um, too. but it's, it's three first rounders. Oh my god! And also, I mean, I think... also there was um, two future pick swaps, which are not. I don't really understand swaps. Um, to be honest with you. Basically, if the team that if the other team that you're trading with ends up with a a worse pick than you that year, like you've got two and you've got seven, they can swap them. They'll have to. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so it's just like an it's like not quite getting a pick off them, but you can if they have a better position, you can swap them. Um, yeah, I mean that is a lot, and obviously I think because Yanis is obviously in win now mode, I think they probably had to overpay for this because everyone knows when you try and keep Yanis, you're going to overpay. Because I mean, we got rid of Kristaps and we got two first rounders. Mm, I mean, that's I'm, true. Yeah, three first rounders is crazy. Uh, I think he's. A, I think he's good signing. It's just wow, yeah. that's a lot to give. I suppose they didn't really give up a key piece of their team, though, did they? they no, uh, I still asked you me a point guard, but you placed it with a better one. Yeah, you um, placed it with a better yeah. one. Yeah, and you've yeah. still got your number two scorer. Um, Not George Hill, which I like. Yeah, George Hill, I like, but I mean, he's. He's not. You know, he's not a massive game changer for Giannis, is he off the bench? I mean, should see who they pick off in free. Maybe they get some little free agents here and there to see how they round things out because they've lost a few players there. But yeah, I mean, hopefully it works out for him because I, I like Giannis in, in Milwaukee. I think it it'll mess with the league if he's not there. It'll be it'll be quite a summer if he goes on the market. Mm. Um, I saw saying like basically um, with all the books basically doing going all in like this to try and like. To Yanis, that we you know we're going to win. We'll yeah. try and keep him basically, which is hugely important. But I'm not sure. Maybe I'm underrating Drew Holiday, but is Drew Holiday the one that I'm a, we're all in? I'm a big Drew Holiday fan. He's he's fantastic. He's underrated defensively and offensively. He's he's really. I, I agree. I really like him. But does he smack you of going all in with Yanis? He does not. Um, right. But so I, even as fans, we're both going. Hmm, not sure that's all in. I feel like it's ninety percent in. Uh, it's, it's. I think he's. It's definitely a massive improvement, and I don't know. The starting five now is quite nice. Yeah, they play. They almost play Yanis as the point guard, though, don't they? So it's going to be interesting to see. How they, maybe they'll do it off and on, like they'll give him moments where he ball handles, they'll give him moments where he can have a little break, maybe, which might be better for his energy. Remember the year the Pelicans had uh, Rondo, Drew Holiday, and AD. Yes, the playoffs. They were so good. AD could, well, Yanis could play that AD sort of role, and it'd be really good. Just, just catching lobs and dunking on fools. Yeah, takes pressure off. I think. Yeah, we all need to see Yanis going old school. I'd like to see Yanis to go Rain Man, Sonic's era, and just start dunking (laughs) on fools and pointing at them and laughing. Because he he could dunk on anyone in the league just because of how weirdly long he is. I'd love to see him dunk on LeBron. So good. Proper poster style. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm excited for Bucks um, next year for sure. Really excited. I think everyone wants to see him do well. It's just, um, it's weird because Giannis is another one who's so talented and so unique. I find it hard to figure out the best strategy, the gameplay around him. Mm. Like he's, he's such an odd one. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if I was their like general manager, what I would go looking for. So I don't know if Drew Holiday is the right thing because I don't really know what the right thing is. So I, I'm just going to wish him luck and say, you know, you've got the whole of Europe behind you, Giannis. You know, mm. they're always making fun of the, the, the European bus coming over. So go, Giannis. You've got the whole of Greece and by extension, the whole of Europe behind you. We want to see you. I, uh, I did see um, one thing. It was a trade. Apparently, apparently Lakers were trying to get Drew Holiday uh, and they were offering Cal Kuzma, Danny Green and the uh, 28th pick this year. And they were like, no. We do. We want more than that. So they fairness, they they got more than that. Yeah, yeah. They, they definitely yeah. did. Um, Drew Holiday would have been a good signing for him, but I mean, what would that mean for Rondo as the Lakers? Rondo's gone. Rondo's gone. I like Rondo at the Lakers. Me too, but I think he's going to go in free agency because he's contract year. Uh, now they've got Shrewd. I would like to see him go to the Clippers because I think it'd be funny. I think yeah, and he'd be great as well. It's it's up his alley, like getting in people's skin like that. Yeah, it is just just really winding people up. I think I think he'd be good in the clips because I think actually I think part of the problem with the clips is that they don't have a point guard who can move the ball and find people in their spots. Uh, like I, I like I like Pat Bev, but he's one who gets under your skin again. But he's not a great kind of floor general, and for all Rondo's faults, he is a very good floor general. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would like to see that. Maybe there'll be a knock-on effect there with Schroeder coming in, but. Um, it's it's all go with the trade rumors, man. I mean, you've already started talking about Schroeder. Let's talk. About, let's talk about the German boy. OKC, what's going on? Yeah, what did they trade from? I can't. Uh, I thought I saved it. Oh, so I find it. oh man, I, I can't remember, but I did read. Um, if I Google OKC draft picks, oh, it was Danny Green, wasn't it? They they traded Danny Green and a pick, I think, for. Yeah. Uh, we've got. I'm trying to find a list. Help me save myself here. Oh, this is a in-depth article. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to find. There's a list somewhere because of the trade for Paul George oh, and now that. the trade for Dennis Schroeder. Are, are you ready for the next, I think it's five years of OKC's right. picks? In fact, I'll right. tell you what, from 2020 to 2026, how many first round picks do you think they have? I think I saw this. I think, is it something like 17 or 16 or something? I mean, you're incredibly close. The answer is 15. 15. Oh, okay. I mean, like, that's a lot. Big swaps. Plus two oh, okay. swaps. So, I mean, if you're an OKC fan, sure, you've lost some bits, but my God, you've made out like a bandit. You can build everything. It's insane. Yeah. So they've got 2020, they've got the Nuggets first rounder and the Lakers first rounder. 2021, they've got their own first rounder and the Heat's first rounder and a pick swap with Houston. Let's face it, by then, they might be bad, Houston, because there's mm, some weird yeah, stuff going on now. 2022, they've got their own first, the Clips first, and the Suns first, and, and I think the Clips will probably suck by then. Um, 23, they've got their own first, a, clip, uh, a pick swap with the Clips and the Heats first. 24, they've got their own first, the Clips first, and the Houston first, and I reckon, again, Clips and Houston will suck by then. And 2026, they've got their own, Clips and Houston again. Crazy. It's Absolutely insane. Great. So well done, whoever the GM the GM is of OKC, because you lost yeah. some superstars along the way, but you you made out like a bandit to do it. So well done. You've you've done it's it the right good. way. If you're blowing up your team, that's how you do it. They're still good, though, aren't they? They're still like a decent team. 
Yeah, but I think CP3 was leading them. It'd be interesting to see if his effect is still there after he's gone. You got Ricky Rubio. He's he's like not as good. Rubio, yeah, I like I like Rubio a lot. I like uh, Shea Gilchrist Alexander. Um, I like Schroeder. Obviously, he's Schroeder or Schroeder. I never know which way it is, but yeah. I like him. Uh, yeah, standard, not knowing how it's pronounced thing. But yeah, okay. See, that is how you manage. That is how you manage a franchise. Yeah. As uh, much as I hate them, because you know, bring back Seattle. <laughs> the official stance of this podcast: Screw you, OKC. Bring back Seattle. That's, it is, it's true. That's how we stand. Or at least bring back those cool jerseys with the yellow swoosh. Mm. Uh, now, the last trade I want to mention that's happened. It's a smaller one, but it does show some change. Uh, Robert Rob, Robert Covington has gone to uh, the Blazers from Houston. Yeah, which is interesting because I remember when he went to. Houston and people were like why are they going for this? Like because again, he's a wing that can shoot, and this is when they were doing. There's going to be no one in the lane. <laughs> it was like their whole strategy. I mean, they've got basically Westbrook's on the chopping block, Harden's on the chopping block, yeah. and D'Antoni, who pretty much invented this let's chuck a load of threes thing, is gone. Um, I think is their GM gone as well. Someone else has gone, and it might it be might their GM. Like, yeah. um, and then Covington's out of the way, and he was an additional. Their whole strategy has changed. And you know, this is just another another example of that. No, I actually like Covington. If you're looking for a shooting wing, he, he, he's good. Um, but yeah, it's all it's all we're going out in Houston. Which I tell you what, in a weird way, me and you predicted this because we've talked about on this show a few times how weird Houston is and how yeah. it doesn't really make sense what they were doing. It never has seemed to work out, and now they seem to have accepted that themselves, and it's all kind of. It's all kind of blowing up. In fact, I've just seen on the trade rumours on Google News, uh, Harden turns down 50 million contract extension. Yeah, apparently it's 50 plus a year for two years, which is a lot. He's turned it down, which, you know, says to me, I assume if he turns it down, he's only got a year left on the contract, I'm assuming, which would mean that's his way of saying, trade me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all kicking off, man. Yeah, he's just Uh, imploding. Do we know any other interesting trade rumours flying around? You heard anything? Trade rumors. Uh, well, oh, um, I read one for uh, Kuzma uh, for Zach Levine. If I can find it entirely. So, um, Levine to the Lakers. Levine to the Lakers. And we, well, yeah, I thought I saved a picture. I might not have done, but it was Levine um, going to the Lakers and I think Kuzma and a couple other pieces. I can't remember smaller, smaller roles were going. See, that's interesting because Kuzma couldn't get a look in really in, in the Lakers because they've got, you know, scorers elsewhere, which says to me, why would you bring in another scorer? I think to me it's more positional because he's power forward and AD won't play centre. So what are you going to do? That's, that's fair, actually. Yeah, I, I like Kuzma. Um, I think okay. he's a good young piece if you're building. Uh, I don't think he fits with the Lakers squad as they are now just because the age yeah. gap and experience gap and they're in win now mode. I think. I think he'd do better at maybe OKC or, or something like that. Um, but yeah, Bulls, we have... I, the, I was going to uh, say, how do you feel about him being at the Bulls? Oh, we got Larry Markinen and Ke- Markinen, um, yeah. Kendall Jr. What, uh, what's he called? Where Wen- Wendell, uh, Wen- it, Wendell yeah. Carter, Carter Jr. Yeah. So another power forward. It's kind of like, he's a good player, but where's he Where's he going to fit? I don't, it's tough. It's an interesting one because that would imply that Markinen's on the chopping block. 
Because Kuzma's a shooting four, isn't he? Yeah, last time, yes, yeah, he didn't improve at all. He might have gotten a bit worse last year, but the coaching wasn't right for him, so I don't know. You know what? That is fine by me, because I actually really like Lowry, so if you could trade him to the Knicks while his stock is low, <laughs> it would be absolutely fine. I'll, t- I'll take him off your hands, so you don't have to worry about him. I'll take good care I like of him. him. I like him, you know, it's a shame. I like him too. I like him too. Um, so yeah, that would be that would be an interesting one because it would imply that something's going on with Kuzma and the Lakers, and they just don't see him getting fitting in with their their culture, I guess. Which is sad because I think doesn't that team. You know, if AD would play center, you could start him. It would be probably a better team, I think, but he just won't do it. Uh, I'm just quickly um, browsing through the rumors, just the. Just the headlines. I'm not even reading the articles just to see what's going on. Um, oh, hilarious. NBA trade rumors five days ago. Kawhi Leonard reportedly steps up to lock in Chris Paul. Well, that did not work. Mm. Um, what else? We've got Drew Holiday, Bradley Beal in focus with multiple teams interested. Obviously, Drew's off, so Bradley Beal. I mean, we've said a few times we'd, we'd, we'd like to see uh, Bradley yeah. Beal go somewhere where his value can mean something. Um, I've read he won't go. I've read he's going to stick around. I think the thing is, I suppose it depends what he thinks about John Wall. Like, is John Wall going to come back and be anything? I suppose is the question because we haven't seen Beal at his best with John Wall. But I mean, the team that is rumored to be going after him is the Miami Heat. Who, John Wall or Beal? Sorry, who's that? Beal. Really? Beal on the Heat would be really good. Ooh, Ooh, that's nice. That's Ooh, nice. I know. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank um, it's just it's just hot. Um yeah, so that's an interesting one. Uh I've got another kind of one. Um Gordon Hayward name's been thrown around a lot on the Celtics. Say that, yeah. They need and, a center. Uh, I think they're gonna try and get a big and Miles Turner from Indiana has been a been a common one. That'd be an interesting one. Yeah, I mean he he's a good center. Um there's rumors about the Knicks going after Gordon Hayward as a as a shooting oh. wing that could be a bit of a leader for them. Uh at, at the three spot, which is a spot we actually need. Um, well, depends. Uh two days ago, some unknown source that is probably a load of rubbish, uh has said, let's see if it says what we're supposedly trading for and blah 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 blah. Mitchell Robinson. No. <laughs> No, there is, there is two names that are untradeable in our team, and it is RJ Barrett and Mitchell Robinson. There's some others that I'd prefer not to lose, but, you know, I could be talked into it with the right deal. Um, the Knicks are in a really unique place with all of this, though, because so many teams are losing money like crazy because of COVID, because they're just not getting fans through the door and all that, and they're not getting the TV money. The Knicks is the most valuable sports franchise on the planet, so they're just still making money. Like they, we've got the money, we can swallow up by contracts because we've got a load of cap space and we could afford to pay it without anyone coming through the door. So like we're in a really good position where we can kind of take players that are getting paid way too much and their stock is low and go, yeah, fine, we'll take him, we'll take him while he's low, thank you. Which I think is the reason that our names in the hat for Hayward and also Westbrook. Westbrook, oh my god, you guys, do you guys want Westbrook? Oh, not really. <laughs> um, some fans do because obviously he's he's Hollywood. It's exciting, and I saw a meme that encapsulated exactly what it was. It was it was someone had photoshopped Westbrook and his angry face, you know, when he dunked on someone with like a Nick shirt on, and it said like, "And Westbrook down the lane dunks it with a thunderous dunk. The whole of Madison Square Garden has erupted. Nick's down by twenty-seven. I actually sent you that one. I sent you that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and that is like literally what it would be like it, it, because it just. 
unless like Tibbs could do some amazing coaching and, and find a way to cover his flaws, it's his shooting and his shot selection. It, it's, it means that all of his benefits just get undercut because his shooting and his shot selection is so poor. The teams have openly said in interviews that like when they face him in, in the um, in the playoffs, they actively pack the lane and let him take as many threes as he wants. Just let him take them because you're going to win. And it's like, oh. But yeah, it's, I, feel for, I feel for Russell because like, everyone's a Russell fan. Everyone likes him. Love his attitude. But he needs to work on shooting or, or he's going to end up being another athletic guard that did nothing. But his, his start right now is, is so low, I think. Mega low. Um, and I think the Rockets thing was part of that. Why did the Rock? Why did he go to the Rock? I, I mean, me and you talked about it. Like this doesn't make sense. Like West yeah, Brooklyn like doesn't make sense. Uh, the last pitch gamble, I think. Try something. I know, but they traded away CP3 for him. Although CP3 was better. Yeah, it suited Harden better. This is I thought he was past it. I think. CP3 is immortal. And I think. I think Chris Paul and him maybe clash a little bit because Chris Paul obviously is like such a win mindset and a team mindset. And Harden doesn't seem like that Harden's at all. All, all ISO. Yeah. I mean, I have to ask you are, you, are you firing shots at Harden right now? I'm throwing some serious shots at Harden. Ooh, shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired at Harden. Do you know what? Screw it. Shots fired at the entire Houston Rockets over the last year. What on earth were yeah. you doing? Oh, shots fired! Shots fired! Yeah, so Houston, that's at you. It's big time shots fired. What were you doing? Speaking uh, of Harden, um, it's quite Harden. rumored he, he wants Brooklyn, right? Or Philly? What do you think? I mean, do, do you know what? I can't help but feel we talked about him going to Philly and how well that would work. I can't help but feel that we are like Nostradamus right now. Uh, because we said how well he would he would work uh, running true, the ball. We did. And we did, and we said put him next to Joel Embiid, and that is a combo that works because you can pick and roll, you can pick and pop, they can both ISO a little. Um, do I think he'll end up there? No, I don't. I think he'll end up in Brooklyn uh, because D'Antoni's there, and D'Antoni's like, hey, Joe, uh, come here, ISO, and take 55 threes. Um, so I, I do think it's suspicious that his coach has gone to Brooklyn. Um, so I do think he'll end up in Brooklyn because they're creating their like big three, aren't they? I think it's a weird big three. It's a weird one, yeah. Because you've only got one ball. Yeah. I mean, who's taking the last shot in that team? Yeah, I saw yeah. a meme. Did I say it to you? Or I can't remember. No, you answered me. It was something like uh, in the timeout, um, Harden saying like, "Oh, pass, pass me the ball and the rebound," and Drum being like, "No, pass it to me." And then Carrie says, I've already taken it. <laughs> yeah. I've got, got visions of like they're drawing up a play and it involves Carrie running the ball up, waiting for a curl from someone. And he just chucks up a three from like four, four steps outside the three point line after the inbound. Like, what? I was open. I mean, it'd be a fun team to watch. I give them that. But what will they yeah. have to give up? Everything to get harder, right? Everything but those two. It's an interesting one because. The Nets have played this game before with that trade with the Celtics, what was yeah. it, 10 years ago, where they tried to cash in on everyone. And everyone was so hyped about the Super Team and it kind of fell apart. There's a lot of... Yeah. The question marks right now are on Kyrie and on um, KD's injury history, really. Are they going to be okay is the big question. I think KD could be okay because although he is 
you know, a freak in the way that he's built. He's quite soft on his feet. He doesn't do anything too crazy. It was just really unfortunate the way he fell. Generally, his health's been okay for a guy built like he is. But Kyrie is so janky in his movement, so much work on the knees that I don't think, unless he adjusts his game, that he'll have a long career from here just because I think his legs will catch up with him. Uh, And I'm a big Kyrie fan. You know I love him. I really do. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see who's going to shoot, what's the form going to be like, what is the injury history going to be like, how the hell are they going to afford to pay any other players? (laughs) Because... Like most of their cap must be just three contracts if they take on Harden. It's insane. Why I don't like if they went there, I don't think it'd be that good because they'll have those three and then nothing else. (laughs) Yeah. You look at what they were supposedly traded for, and it's like their whole young core. And the one thing I respected about the Nets up until maybe last season is what Kenny Atkinson had done there, building through the draft with you know never getting the top pick. In fact, they made Spencer Dinwiddie into something, and he was he was considered nothing really. And they made him into like a borderline all star one season. Yeah. Uh, and they did smart business. And Karis Levert, I like. And uh, what's the center with the massive throw? I like him, even though he's uh, Allen. Jared Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. He's quite one dimensional, but he's a good rim running big, and he does his job. I like him. You know, they built a Jared. nice pick and roll offense there. Yeah, exactly. With with a yeah. Jared. With a, with a few players that, you know, were very much bargain bin kind of players and they built something. And now it's like, yeah, we'll ship all of them out for Harden. I mean, yeah, the start, I, yeah, starting like five it. of Houston would just be the previous starting five of the Nets a season ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe Houston would be great next year then. Just trade all of, just swap teams. Yeah. Just go in, get Kenny Atkinson in as your coach because he got fired by the Nets because of the Did stars he? coming in. He was the second choice for the Knicks coach behind Tom Thibodeau and actually I, I, I like both so I would have been happy with either they're both former Knicks so I like them both um, but yeah so you actually could reboot the Nets over at Houston and hire the old coach and bring in the whole starting five and that would be a, a fast rebuild actually so yeah maybe, maybe the Nets works for Houston but maybe not for maybe not for Brooklyn so let's make some predictions uh, let's go through a few, few names um, okay. Westbrook where's he going Oh, oh my god well my immediate brain says Knicks but I don't want it to be the Knicks uh, where does Westbrook go Westbrook goes to oh, it needs to be someone who's not very good so he can just the star um, <laughs> he goes to the Bulls going to the Bulls the Bulls going to the Bulls <laughs> Oh my! I, I, that took a second uh, to click. Then uh, I thought, oh no, he's died. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. But actually, you know what? I can see that. I can see Bulls, Knicks. Um, I don't see him staying. I seem like we'll get no one else. We have to stay. What if they get rid of Harden, keep Westbrook? Yeah. Also, if they get rid of Harden, maybe they get some all right pieces and kind of like, well, we'll stick with Westbrook with some shooters. I'm actually just stuff. wondering if you if you take Westbrook and all of the previous starting five of the Nets, that's not a bad team. It's actually all right. Bad. No, so I think uh, it might be Westbrook if it comes down to it. Do you know what? Um, that is not a bad shout. Uh, I quite like that. Ooh, that's hot. That's hot. That's If he has next year, but without Harden, he might look better. Have his stock might go up. I do think he'll look better without Harden. I think it was a weird experiment and didn't I didn't work. get it when it happened and I don't get it now. And yeah, it's weird. 
I think they'll be a worse team than they were with Harden and shooters, with Westbrook and shooters. But I mm. think they'll be a better team with Westbrook and shooters than having Westbrook and Harden. I just can't see it Harden makes and sense. So weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, okay. So I'm going to say Bulls just to troll you, but I totally like your staying Houston shout. Yeah. Uh, Harden, where he, where's, where's he going? Brooklyn. But I would like him to go to Philly. Yes, uh, I agree with that. I agree with that exactly. Um, Gordon Hayward, where is, where is he off to? What are you saying? The Knicks. Knicks? I got to go in New York. I'm going to say uh, Indiana. It's what with Miles Turner. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for sure. Uh, who are the big names who might be traded? Well, uh, well, trades, I don't know, but we can talk um, when we get to free agency. I know, I know some of the free agents quite well. So okay, we okay. do you want to do free agency now? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, hold on. Uh, Bradley Beal, does he stay or does he go? I think he stays. I think he stays. Staying loyal. All right, Bradley. We, you know, we all love you. And if John Wall's uh, trash, he'll go. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I th- do you think maybe he's like, I've ridden through the worst of it. I might as well see what happens. Because yeah. I think John Wall's due to return next season, isn't he? So yeah, those, those two horrible seasons will be out of the way. So yeah, call Washington, do something. Um, right, should we talk free agents? Yeah, which I believe starts this Friday, isn't it? I think it's this Friday. Yeah, it's, it's all this week. This is hype week. <laughs> We've got Ooh. trades that are open now. We've yeah. got draft Wednesday, and we've got free agency Friday, and it's just all happening. My my brain is so up for it, but also completely overwhelmed by firstly the rumors, and secondly the epic meme game that's going oh, on yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The memes are so good, and I just want to remind our listeners that we are big fans of some good memes. You you throw us a good meme, we'll include you in meme of the week. We'll give you a shout out, and if you can put a handle or whatever, we'll shout you out to followers. Um, but yeah, it's been a week of glorious memes. I mean, that to me, meme of the week was that Russell Westbrook one. <laughs> a massive jam and the Knicks are down by 27. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. Uh, it was good and accurate and terrifying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, free agency for Friday. Uh, free agents, the ones who immediately come to my head is Fred Van Vliet, baby. Oh, where's he going? I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know. I do think he'll leave Toronto. And it's because I think paid. he's looking to get paid. Yeah. yeah. Um, which means he needs to go somewhere where they need a point guard. Somewhere where he can make himself the starter. He can be the Kyle Lowry. Clippers. Uh, can they afford him? I don't know. Do you know what? I hadn't even considered a contender. I was thinking of like teams that were trash, basically. Yeah. Uh, but do you know what? I, I'd like that. I don't know if they can afford him. They'd have to go crazy. But do you know what? Can you imagine that shooting, on-ball shooting... Someone coming around the screens and, and creating a threat would really open things up inside yeah. for the players. Yeah. I like Just, it. Uh, caught me off guard. I, I'd, I'd like to see him in New York, as you know. I've said this before. So, um, trying to think about the other kind of teams who need to who actually need point Detroit. guard. Detroit could do with... Detroit, Rose, but... Detroit need a point guard. And I, do you know what, actually? If there's anywhere I want him to go other than New York, it's Detroit. And that's because they have a pick, a, like two picks ahead of us, and the only other team that are as desperate for a point guard as we are. So if they already have one, they might not draft the player we want. So, you know, Detroit, Fred, make it happen if you're not coming to us. That'd be great. Speaking um, of Detroit, real quick, you think Rose is going to be traded? Um, he's wasting his years. Why is he? Yeah, he's cheap as well at the moment. Get into the clips. 
Yeah, I think it'd be great, the Clips. Honestly, I think it'd be fantastic. Six man, six man and Clips. Letting Cook bench players. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on that. Um, who else is a free agent this year? Uh, Gallo. Yes. Milo Gallinari. I'd I like him Mavs. to come home. I I'd like him to come home to New York. New York? Uh, I think, I think you go maybe. to more of a contender. Uh, he'd be good in the heat. Yeah. Do you know what? He'd be good at the Raps as well, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think Mavs would be great as well. Like, Mavs no, not be... Mavs. We're not allowed to like the Mavs. He'll be great at Mavs. Oh, <laughs> Mavs aren't allowed to have anything good happen to them because they've got that disgusting, horrible man named Kristaps there. Hey, you mind your tongue. <laughs> no. Hell no. I can give you... Don't get me started. I've got reasons. That's true. I want you started to be here all night. Get me started. Um, it extended our whole last episode. Just true. Tell you what, though. He's also... Quite injury prone, isn't he, Garinari? Garinari? Is that you say it? Uh, Gallinari, yeah, he is, and that's one of the big question marks on him. But I mean, if he's mostly catching and shooting, then he's good, true. really. True. Um, I don't think there's. Oh wait, no, there is one major free agent. This I got two, but go on. Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, okay, he's coming back though, surely. Uh, I, well, he's declined his player option, I think. Yeah, three signs now, bigger. That's it. The, the major rumours are so we can get a bigger deal. But wouldn't it be well funny if he like went to the Clips? So <laughs> if, so good. if he won a title in LA with the Lakers, then went to the Clips and then won a title in LA with the Clips, <laughs> he'd go down in like NBA folklore forever. Uh, would, and imagine LeBron's face. Do you know what would be going through his mind? Oh man, start a petition. You should do it. It should happen. Let's make it happen. Uh, oh my god. I've got so two of the names I wanna bring up real quick. Um Paul Millsap, apparently he's gonna go to the Blazers, gonna sign there. Which would be nice. How old is how old is Millsap? He's thirty five, I think, so he's old, okay. but he's still, he's still got still got a bit in him. Um I like you. him. I, yeah. I'd like Mello to stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's some rumours that it's Melo's time there is done. I'm like, no, no, it worked well. Add to it, right. you know. Uh, Millsap as well, coming off the bench. I like it. Me too. And the last name, actually quite a big one. He's a decent decent player. Suits a lot of teams. It's Serge Ibaka. Ibaka. Oh, I liked him in Toronto, but I get it. It's probably his last payday. Um, I, I can see him going to any contender and yeah. being helpful. So I'm trying to think of a, ten- a contender that needs a big. Uh, Lakers, Brooklyn, and Golden, Golden State, he would do really well. Golden State or Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, either of them need a big. Uh, He's played with KD before in OKC, so there's that. True. So if they have a good relationship, maybe that leads somewhere. But yeah, I mean, I'd just like to see Serge get a good payday and do well for himself in the twilight of his career. Go Serge. I like Serge. He's, yeah, I, we like, I like, we like Serge. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like him yeah. a lot. It is the official stance of this podcast that we like Serge. <laughs> Either official. Yeah. Uh, now, any other big potential signings? Who we got? Uh, I don't think so, but we got to talk draft. Ooh. Now, I don't know if you know, I've said it before on the podcast. I know I you're know. not the draft guy, but it's okay because I am. Yeah. I, and I, the I, reason I, for that is because I follow the Knicks. You have to understand. Uh, oh my god, this is the weirdest draft ever. Firstly, normally there's like, you know, between one and four players that everyone considers tier one, you know, guaranteed hit, going to be great. And then there's usually tier two, and they're like potential superstars, maybe, you know, they might be all-stars. And then there's a second tier where you like, role player, but a really good one. Like, they're either a really good shooter or a really good defender. And they're like, 
they're not an all-star but they're a guaranteed hit at something and then you've got the what the hell after that and somewhere in there is like a diamond and you might get you know yanis at 15th pick or whatever this year yeah this year no one can quite agree who is what in those tiers because they've not seen enough of them at college you've got lamello ball coming from australia and all the lithuania and wherever the hell else he played you've got um denny avdia um who's been playing i think for barcelona you've got a load of players from college who we've barely seen you've got who was the number one prospect coming out of high school was cole anthony the son of greg anthony former nick um oh yeah uh, guard. he was coming out of high school the number one prospect and had basically a dire season in north carolina and now he slid so far that some people are like maybe he'll be the 25th pick good yeah Mellow Ball, some people think will be the top pick, and some people are saying he might slide to eight. Oh my God, what is, what's going on? <laughs> no one knows what's going to happen this year. So I think more than any other year, there's a lot of doubt about who's who and who's the best pick and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of thought about each team might be more focused on what they need rather than best player available because there's no guarantees with anyone. As a result, the top two picks are interesting. Yeah, because... Tim Ball's got the first pick. It's Timberwolves and, and Golden State 1 and 2, and both of them have all-star point guards. Yep, they so, do. So it would be weird for them to take LaMelo. If, yeah. if the Wolves take LaMelo, they're essentially closing the door on D'Angelo? He's only just got there. I think... He's only just got there? I think they're going to try and trade... I think Golden State and Timberwolves are going to try and trade their picks. And I think they should. I really do think they should because there's teams underneath that need them. And I think, you know... I think you'd end up with a battle between Detroit and New York for who would be able to get the higher pick because I think they both know that they're fighting each other for the same players. And it's LaMelo Ball and it's Killian Hayes, who I consider my second best point guard option on that list. Yeah. Uh, uh, and after that, there's actually a few I really like. And I think the next one after that, we're quite, we have a high chance of actually getting, which is Kyrie Lewis Jr. And I really, really like him. So I'll be chuffed if I get him too. But I would love LaMelo and I would love Killian Hayes. So yeah, it's, it's a weird draft. I couldn't tell you how hyped I am. Um, obviously, here in the UK, it's like 2 a.m. or something. I'm staying up tomorrow for that. It's happening. I'm so hyped. So it's tomorrow night for, for tomorrow us. Tomorrow night, yeah. So Wednesday, I don't know what time it is for them. It must be 7 p.m. or something. New York time. But here, it'll be like 2 a.m. or something. Uh, and I am going to be hyped. I'll have a little nap before and then wake up for it. <laughs> if it's anything like... Time. Yep. And if it's anything like the previous years, I will immediately order the college jersey of whichever player we draft because that's like a thing. Okay, okay. My Kentucky Kevin Knox. I've got my Duke uh, RJ Barrett. So KP. K- KP uh, didn't really play in college, did he? But KP, all my KP jerseys have been thrown out, mate. Have they? Oh, I would have one. Give one to me. He, he, no, I don't want to see him again. Even the <laughs> even the Latvian national team one I had, which was amazing, was super rare. Super I remember that one. Time. one time to pick Good up. Jersey, so what's going to happen? I, I, I think there's going to be some trades. Maybe on the night, you might pick, Timberwolves might pick number one, the, say, ball, and then trade him after it, if that makes sense. See, I think it's going to be one of the most spur-of-the-moment nights. And there's a few reasons. The first one is, I'm pretty sure, normally, the trade season opens after the draft, which means that a lot of yeah. stuff happening in the draft signifies decisions for trades that are kind of already agreed. So, you know, if someone's got an all-star point guard, then they draft a point guard. It's always like, hmm, got a trade planned, have you? You know, whereas it's the other way around by two days here. So all these trades that must have been getting talked about three months ago, let's be honest. Um, 
have happened in advance of the draft. On top mm. of that, no one's sure who the best player available is. So normally it'd be like, okay, we'll go for this, we'll go for this, we'll go for that. Whereas I think on the night, if, say, the mellow ball goes and then it's getting closer to the Detroit pick and the Knicks decide we really want Killian Hayes, they'll suddenly be aggressively pursuing the trade for whatever the pick is in front of Detroit because they're the only other team they know who's eager for a point guard. And at that mm. point, the people picking are on the clock. So you're talking about, what, a potential maximum of 15 minutes to make that trade happen. It's going to be really weird. Yeah, I look forward to uh, in the morning looking at it because I'm not going to stay up. <laughs> no, and I will tell you about all of the drama and all of my broken heart like the year Luca was drafted. And I, I, and I, I expect uh, about 30 messages when I wake up from you. Mate, I, I still haven't got over the Doncic draft. So many people like, who is this Euro guy who slows? And I was like, you're an idiot. And like when they traded with uh, Atlanta to get him and I was like, well, that's it. That's, that's game over. Because uh, I was like, well, I wanted us to trade up to get him because so many other teams were overlooking him. I was like, come on, we only have to go up a few spots. We don't have to get to number one. People are stupid. Luca. Mm-hmm. There was pictures of 12 year old Luca in a Knicks jersey, man. Yeah, Luca would have been so good if you got a Luca. I know. And like, oh, my, my poor heart. So I'm hoping it won't be as bad as that tomorrow night. Mm. But I'm excited. Do you know why I'm excited, Paul? Why? Because the Knicks going to be getting buckets. Ooh. I get I buckets. Get buckets. Bucky, bucky, bucky. We get draft pick. Oh. <laughs> uh, so draft. Anything else with the draft? Would you? Would you? Uh, the Knicks have got two first rounders. Have they? Um, yep. Interesting. What we do have at the moment is a lot of a lot of picks because we've done some good business over the last few years. We've stopped trading away our picks and we started getting them in. Um, so we've got Dallas's for two years. Uh, we've got we've got a few second rounders on people as well. So yeah, I'm excited about the next few years for the Knicks. How do you feel about the Bulls? Uh, God, the Bulls. I don't know anymore. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I was watching the um, there was highlight reel of Kobe. Uh, is it Kobe White? Mm. Oh yes, yeah. Some sneaky little dribble moves. I liked it. He's good, you know. He's good. Yeah, like he's gone a bit under the radar, hasn't he? Hmm. Yeah, I think he's, he's a very good player. Do you think, as a kid, every time he shot, he shouted, Kobe? I mean, yeah, he's got to, right? If he's he needs to. If he doesn't, he needs to start doing it. <laughs> yeah, I, now, I, Paul, yeah. do you have anything else you'd like to discuss in this hectic edition of the Get Buckets podcast? Oh, God, just like every day, something new is happening, right? Tomorrow, it'll all be different. Oh. I guarantee it. That's it. Let's wait. Maybe we'll be we'll be tweeting, we'll be uh, sharing stuff on Insta. Uh, we haven't actually mentioned all the social stuff, so you can get us on Twitter at get is it at get buckets pod UK? I believe it is. You can email us getbucketspodcast at gmail and you can get us on Insta, which is our new one. And annoyingly, I'm in charge of that, and I can't remember our Insta handle. That's bad. <laughs> Whoopsie. I check right now. Um, whatever it was, I tried I tried to match it up, so we'll find it. Yeah, it'd be very similar if, if I'm sure, you know, uh, find us. Ah, it's just uh, Get Buckets Pod. Oh, just so get Buckets Pod. We, we didn't even have to add the UK on this one. So Insta, Get Buckets Pod. Gmail, it's uh, Get Buckets Podcast at gmail.com. And on Twitter, where we put up polls and stuff and send us meme of the week, please, uh, is at Get Buckets Pod UK. Um, 
who knows? We'll be tweeting this week because everything's going on. And who knows? Maybe we'll have an emergency podcast if something crazy goes on. I can see it happening. Cause, like, I can see it happening. It might be the first ever emergency episode. Yeah, because this week's mental. We've got to have maybe one the weekend just to I get on. I have been so distracted by my Instagram feed. Like, every time I open it, it's either trade rumours or memes. And it's just glorious. Yeah. 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 Now, I feel like we're coming to the end of this episode, Paul. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, oh. You know what? I thought we might do some more time teams or we've got have time. What are you saying? Ooh, how long we've been going? I feel like this is a long episode. Do you think we have the time for it? Just burn it for next time if, you know, if we don't got time for it. Uh, I tell you what then, um, because this requires a little bit of thought, what we'll do is I'll make you choose because you've got two teams, which is disgusting. Um, are you going to do all-time bulls or are you going to do all-time maps? All-time bulls. All-time bulls. So I'll go, all-time, I'll go to all-time Knicks. And uh, I will come back with my all-time Knicks, but also what the squad is of the NBA 2K all-time Knicks, and I'll critique their choices. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And I'll see how I feel about who they've started and how disgusting um, it is. And one thing with the rules on this, I like to do it so it's not what makes the best team, as in what works together. It's just what's, who's the best, the best at each position. Best player at each position. So even if the, the, the chemistry is bad. Okay, cool. So just best at each spot. We're going ISO ball. Yeah, exactly. Just okay. just who is goddamn the best. Okay, so I mean you're gonna struggle with the bulls because who are you gonna play at two guards? <laughs> it's yeah, actually it's yeah. Because a lot of the current two guard is Zach Levine. There you go. Spoiler for next episode, the best two guard to ever wear the Chicago jersey is Zach Levine. I think for me, the two and the three are locked up really straight away. Uh, right then, mate. You know, I'm, I'm going to call it now because if we have an emergency episode where something crazy happens, it might be a bit shorter than normal. So we'll have time to do the all time thing. Fair enough. Well, I've enjoyed this episode. Uh, yeah. Jamie, it's not your name. No, I'm not called Jamie. Lies. So my nana always called me. That's not my name. What are you doing? Oh. Um, I know it's no weird. No, yeah, no games at the end. What the hell? I know. Is it good game time? No, it's not good game time. No games today. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's okay. It's been too serious. I'll tell you what then. Right. Let's do some impromptu would you rather. Okay, we'll do Would we'll do... you rather. Um, Kyle Kuzma uh-huh. comes to the Bulls uh-huh. or Russell Westbrook comes to the Bulls? You know what? It's going to sound crazy, but I might choose Westbrook because it'd be mental. <laughs> oh, it's big. It's big. Ooh, it's baby. Weird. Ooh, that's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That is a good one. Okay. Um, would you rather... Um, mm-hmm. Would you rather Rondo went to the Clips or Harden went to Philly? Ooh, that's a tough one because I want both those things, I think. Um, okay. You know what? I'm going to say Rondo to Clips. Okay. Ooh, that's hot, that's hot. All right, one more, one more. Would you rather Anthony Davis, having opted out of his thing, goes to the Clips? <laughs> or uh. 
he stays where he is, but LeBron has to be the sixth man off the bench. Oh, ghost the clips, man. Let's stat those clips. <laughs> Ooh, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. And then times the clips. Yeah. So uh, apparently the official position of this podcast is that we want everyone to go to the clips just to troll people, essentially. Yeah. yeah. The clips are now the troll team. Oh my god, they would get buckets though. Like the stacked clips team be getting serious buckets. All right. Well, thanks for those games, James. As I made my podcast, I have to have the games at the end. We do, we do. Um, we will try and I'll try and prep some games for next time as well. Uh, which means, as per usual, there's only one thing left to say. Until yeah, next time. Well, oh man, we messed this up. We messed it up. We're rusty. We're rusty. I, thought, I thought we were going to jinx this. We were going to nail it. Until next time, Paul. Get buckets. Get buckets. Oh, we did it. <laughs> well done, guys. Tweet us, email us. Uh, be sliding into my DMs. That's that's not what you want to do. Ooh, terrible idea. That, that is hot, but not in a good way. Uh, until next time, get buckets. <laughs>